welcome to Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in my homebrew world of Kalandos. My being me, being Carla, the GM, and around the table I have my amazing players, and they're going to introduce themselves, and one of them is going to introduce a second character that they are playing in this very special finale episode of season three. Hi, I'm Nicole, and I play Darby. Hi, my name is Kirsten, and I play and I'm Wednesday, and today I'm playing both Zantalarian and James. Previously on Dum Dum Die. We finally ended our epic battle with the mistress, where I was trapped in a gym by Simonon with Enya playing in the background. It was very traumatic because Enya's an elf, and I had wild magic casting it, ethereal music, and I was trapped for a whole turn. It was a really long time a whole six seconds or a minute. <laughs> It's a minute, a whole minute inside a gym, <laughs> reflected um, with Enya music. Of Enya music. But we cured all the people. We were distributing the, the cure, the antidote. So we saved the town and you, Pointing Zantelarian, went wandering off into the woods and hasn't come back. And now I've been accosted by Vladislavian guards, who I don't know why they're still flipping suspicious of us, but now I am currently getting dragged into the woods and I have no idea where Darby is. Or Zantanarian. Well, as the two of you, Darby and Oriel, are getting dragged into the woods because Darby came with some very suspicious sounding discussions and rolling deception on... <laughs> I want to deceive him about the colour of my shirt vibe. And I'm like, well, I mean, you can try. <laughs> it was good. You should listen. Just listen to the truth, Darby. Yeah. Look, I mean, her if, shoulders shrug. Why, why do? Why does she have those skills on her sheets if she's not going to use them? Right? I mean, what's your what's your skill for deception? Like plus one, plus zero. I mean, <laughs> with a stat like that, you want to use. Like it. honestly, Oriel's got a deception of plus eight. Oriel goes right through you? her teeth, and you never do. <laughs> that's, that's very because true. She hasn't had to use her second character. You know what this is? This is. Proof that my players play their characters and not their sheets because <laughs> that's a different thing. All right. So you are now getting dragged off into the woods. Vladislav's army and Anil actually know that Zantalarian is passed out somewhere in the woods and a couple of them have gone to go search for him. Can the two of you, Oriel and Darby, please roll perception for me? Actually, Zantalarian, you can also roll it for me. Everyone at disadvantage because you were sleeping and exhausted. As if it wasn't bad enough. Seven. Twelve. Ten. Okay, so, Oriel, you feel nothing. Uh, you aren't awoken by being dragged. It's um, oddly comfortable, like, you know, like the vibe of falling asleep in a car. It's, it's, it's like it's that. It's oddly familiar, like her cousin does this to her all the time. Yeah, I mean, of all the characters, you have been the most manhandled. So, I mean, it, it does seem legit. Darby, you were actually knocked out... So that roll is not enough, even though it does beat my roll by one. Because you were knocked out, you're not going to wake up. Okay. Zantelarian, you stir and you hear people in the brushes coming towards you. Can I climb up a tree and hide or something? Roll stealth for me. Ten. You start climbing up a tree and does 16 hit your armor class. As you place your hand on the tree trunk to pull yourself up, a dagger lands on, on top of your hand. It doesn't hit your fingers, but you feel like it was meant to not hit you. And then you actually see Stefan and he 
And he whistles to you. He's like, get down. We have questions. Oh, God. Can I not just take a nap? Do you say that? Yes. As you do, you hear a voice from behind you say, okay, and punches you in the face and knocks you out. Do I take damage from that? Uh, No, but you are going to be knocked out. Okay. Excellent. Cool. You are also now being dragged. By Stefan and another human follower. I don't know. I'm unconscious. Well, you know, for the sake of the the listener, I'm mentioning this. As you start getting carried into the woods, they carry you to a clearing and they are starting to tie you up against a couple of trees and they've separated you. You're probably 20 feet away from each other. Everyone roll perception for me again. 17. 24. Critical fail. Critical fail. Dude, I need you to get a perception <laughs> check. Do I need to roll again? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just, dice got, dice I just got super distracted by that. Critical fail. What did you get? 24. 24. You, you wake up. 17. You also wake up as they're manhandling you. What do the two of you do? Oriel, best sleep of your life. What do we see around us? You see that you're in a clearing. You see quite a lot of Vladislav's people you see O'Neill, you see Stefan there's probably about 14 of them in the clearing and you can see in the distance that Xantelarian is tied to a tree you see you are tied to a tree yeah with your hands behind you and Oriel is also tied to a tree and they're both at least 20 feet away from you I'm not gonna struggle I'm gonna pretend that I'm still unconscious okay Darby's gonna cool s- they're gonna believe it uh that Darby's gonna say untie me at once Untie me at once. And Neil's going to turn to you and he says, not until you've answered our questions. Now, should we keep questioning you one at a time or should we wake everyone up? Hmm. Do you want to just start with the questions? Like Darby's like impatient now. You see, my problem is that I don't trust you. And my problem is, is that I don't care. And he turns and he says, you know what? Who looks the most amenable to answering questions? He's going to roll insight with a nine. He's going to say, okay, no, you're the worst, (laughs) Darby. Santalarian's always seemed like he didn't give a crap. So he's going to go wake up Oriel. He says to one of his nearby lackeys, gag that one. And so they're going to put a gag in your mouth. With some material that they found out of their bag. It smells a bit musty, but it's okay. She opens her mouth. I'm, I only want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Darby's just going to be like. <laughs> Everyone's basically going to giggle. You sound like a, a baby hippo. <laughs> <laughs> like the Swedish chef. They're going to try and shake you awake. Because of your critical fail... <laughs> You are going to be, you know, when you wake up from like a dream or nightmare and Mm -hmm. you go to the bathroom. So you're still like trying to stay asleep Mm -hmm. and you're still trying to keep yourself in that dream vibe. Oriel is a known sleepwalker, so she would probably go to the bathroom 100% asleep. They shake you awake, but Mm. it all seems quite hazy and dreamlike. You're not sure if it's real because also nothing that happened before this would have made you think this would happen. Mm -hmm. So Anil's leaning over you. You can see everything I described to Darby. You feel your hands are tied behind your back. He's going to turn to you and he's going to say, what happened? Mm. What happened with Mistress and Simonon? Oh, do we have to go into this again? Yes. I didn't know. I didn't know. There was a gem. 
And they Enya. Were, they were gems. And Enya. Lots of Enya. And floating and flying and fire. You are making no sense. And brimstone. He's going to rub his temples and he's going to turn to the re- whisper to his nearest person and says, I don't know what to do. And death. I think she's still asleep. Can someone <laughs> slap her? The nearest one is going to slap you, ah. which, which clears the cloud a bit. As he does so, you turn to your left and you see your staff is lying on the floor. It's not within reaching distance for you, uh, even if your arms were untied. And on top of it, your pot plant has spilled along the way. So you can see that there's some uh, soil on the floor next to the pot, but there's no plant in it. The plant is is 100% gone. <gasps> if Aurel sees that, she's going to freak out on like an unparalleled proportion. Like her wow magic would trigger immediately if her teacher is gone. Cool, roll it for me. Three. What happens at three? For the next minute, you can see any invisible creature if you have line of sight to it. As you do it, you feel a spark explode from you mm-hmm. at the shock of it. And you hear very qu- in quick succession, they're like, she's casting, quick, get her. And someone's going to knock you out. Oh, God. As they do, from the sh- sheer shock of it, and because you were in that dream state and you are quite tired, you start to have a dream about the plant and where it came from. And the dream slash memory starts in a sort of like a hillside. It's you, but a younger version of yourself. Darby is also there, a younger version, along with his friend James, who is a human. There's also one human and one half orc. Uh, you know, the half orc is called Mulvin and the human is called Uluwana. And they are all sitting sort of in a half circle as you are looking at a giant orc male named Gashak Tihon. And he is your teacher for herbs and medicinal plants and things like that at the school of B. Ok. He's also the teacher for a lot of other things. The school doesn't have <laughs> that many teachers. The dark arts. <laughs> and you are sitting on the precipice of this sort of hill. It's a, a sand embankment that, uh, I mean, no one's going to die if they fall down it or anything like that. And in the distance, you can see the closest nearby village, which is actually an orc village. And it's where Darby comes from. And... Behind you guys, you all know that five kilometers further from where you are is the inverted commas school housing, which is basically really, really rough, permanent tents. So, I mean, they are permanent. They're not going to fall down in the wind or anything like that, but you're no ways living in, in luxury. It's very odd that the school has five students. It's a lot. You are the most the school has ever had. The school being our one teacher in Bjork. Yeah, it's the school of Bjork. So it's Bjork and Gashak Tahorn. Not like there are years in the school. They sort of, when you know more than we do, we send you on your way. But if there were years, you'd probably be in your second year of a, of a four-year time span. But in real life, in the game, you've been there probably, I don't know, six months. They don't know a lot, but what they know, you are halfway through. Okay. You guys all know that Kashak today was here to teach you almost what they called combat experience 
of spellcasting. Everyone is very, very excited. You have all wandered together from the camp. It's a five-kilometer walk. It's not not easy for the humans and the half-elves in the group. The half-orcs manage it quite, quite easily. And Gashak, his booming voice rolls out and he says, Today we teach spellcasting for fighting. And Jeez, Darby, don't look so excited. So exciting. Because some of you, and he points at everyone except Malvin, the other half-orc, who is really quite buff for an orc that can cast spells. He says, you four, and he points to everyone who's not Malvin. He goes, you need spells to protect you. Otherwise, out there, and he sort of points vaguely to the orc village. He goes, out there, you... Uh, the uh, orc says must find better way of saying die. So you out there, you and then he makes a like like splat splatting <laughs> motion, and he goes, "We all understand." And he makes the splatting motion again, yes, sir. and then you hear Malvin, and he's like, <laughs> and he copies copies. Okay, can we stop thing right now, please? It's kind of intimidating. Kashakos, yes, we will stop you, ing, by teaching you spellcasting. James, good excitement. Yeah. James, um, James, such a teacher's pet. <laughs> James, weirdly, looks like a human version of Xantelarian. But he's short. Yeah, short and, and human. Short and human. So, like, if Xantelarian's... And you know what? Xantelarian's, like... The movie star version James of James. with a filter. <laughs> like a Snapchat <laughs> filter. <laughs> Like just a permanent filter of hashtag he woke up like this. And James is the, this is what I look like when I really wake up <laughs> version of Santillarian. Okay. Which maybe says something about Darby's choice in people. Slash elves. But Slash if you've listened elves. to Darby's character episode, this will make a little bit of sense to you. Darby's just staring at James. Gashak comes next to your ear, Darby. The one that's facing closest to him, but he can sneak up on you because you're looking at James. Yeah. And he makes the splatting motion right by ear and he goes, you hear me, Darby? Darby. <laughs> Darby like jumps up with such a fright and then kind of like falls on the floor. Uh, so you fall off your rock. Yeah, I fell off my rock. And then he literally, then Darby just nods his head and he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he says... <laughs> I will send you to the bad rock. Yes, the bad rock. And then, and he points in the distance and the bad rock is basically this giant boulder covered in algae, but the, the land version of algae, like dry moss. moss, moss yeah. That's what it is. Land, land version algae. of algae. <laughs> it's and called, it's, it's called moss. And it's halfway between uh, where you guys are now and back towards the school tents. And you know that basically it's a detention. And if you go to the bad rock, you basically sit on that rock with nothing to do except feel like ants and things crawling in the moss. Yeah, That's pretty gross. I'm going to point in law. Uluwana, she's lifting up her, her hand. She's very slight. Even for a human, she's, she's very slight. And she has very tan skin, but... Her tan skin seems to shimmer and she has the best magic in, in the class. Gashak turns to her and says, yes, Ulwan. She goes, sir, I would just like to say I'm very excited for today's class. And Oriel rolls her eyes <laughs> so heavily it's audible. So does Darby. Malvin is, is hanging to every word she says. <laughs> of course he is. 
may I do something while she's talking? Is <laughs> yeah. that all right? Yeah. Because I can speak with animals at will. Apparently, you go automatic character sheet generation. I am going Gen- to carefully ask, crafted with lots of thoughts. I'm going to ask a bird to poop on her head. <laughs> uh, let me see if a bird's nearby. I'm going to roll a percentile. Uh, anything under 50 and there's no birds. 35, no birds. Oh, damn. So close. Uh, as James is looking up into the sky. <laughs> Someone save us now. She says, are we going to be fighting you, sir? Or are we going to be fighting each other? Because I feel like some of us would. No one cares what you feel like. I am talking. I had my hand up. Sir, sir. Gashak says, quiet. We start class now. Tired of talking. And he turns. giggles. And he says, what I do, I change. Into scary monster. You attack me with magic and then you survive or you don't. That is lesson. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he tells us this every class. <laughs> you survive or you don't. Darby's excited. That is what will happen. And then she like starts mocking him. And he goes, James next to Gashak turns to you and he says, You! Yes? Aurel, mm? you will face. Alone. Wait, there was a chance to have teams here? I feel like the team option would have been a good idea for me. You know? Shh. <laughs> you will be alone. Uh, the rest of you in two. Two twos. Two twos. Pick two uh, twos of two. <laughs> and then Uluwana just quickly pulls Mulvin to her and like looks at James and Darby like, ugh, gross. <laughs> Oriel looks at James and Darby and she's like, and I'm then Dobby looks laugh. at Oriel and then he's like, alone. <laughs> he like, he like, but he does it in a way so that, so that the teacher doesn't hear, but he like, he's okay, mocking him. for me? 13. <laughs> 13. Yeah. As you say alone, you can see, Gersh- uh, Oriel can see that Gershak heard it, but isn't worried. Okay. And just ignores it. He goes, okay, Uruwana, Malvin, we start you first. And he waits. And he scrunches up his face and he closes his eyes, but he opens them and he turns to Darby James and you, Oriel, and he says, no helping. And he closes his eyes and then he transforms into a very large spider. Oriel goes, it's so fluffy. (laughs) And if you try and move, he's going to take one of his spider legs and just like hold (laughs) you against your rock, like stay by your rock. Okay. At that, Malvin is going to jump up and he's going to wrestle the spider with his arms. And Luana's going to be like, I thought we were supposed to use... Oh, oh, I get it. Okay, okay. And then she's going to do a, a hair flip and she's going to look Ooh. at Darby and at James and at Oriel. And she's going to say, this is why we went first. And she's going to cast Firebolt. Guys. And... As she catches the spider in its face with Malvin squashing its neck and strangling it, the spider seems quite hurt by this. And the spider pulls away from Malvin and pulls away from Ulwana and then he transforms back into Gashak and he says, you pass. And you can see he's rubbing his neck. He's a bit shook by how strong Malvin is. And he says, Malvin, Next time, use magic. And then Malvin lifts up his hand and he says, I did use magic. 
I used her magic. And he points at Ulwana. And she goes, technically, sir, that's correct. You didn't say we both had okay, to use magic. Okay, 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 we get it. And then Mal- Malvin's going to wink at her. And then they're going to go sit down on their rocks. And he goes, okay. Gashak looks at uh, James and Darby and he goes, you two, both magic. No touching. Each no other? Touch- or Why are you touching? Touch <laughs> <laughs> he goes, and then he shouts, and you can hear the reverberation across because it's quite an open air space. Reverberation. 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 I don't know how to say that word. It's okay. As. As he shouts and he goes, enough. Or his eyes are wide. Then he turns to you and he goes, use magic. Yes, sir. Darby nods. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've taught you magic. You can use magic. Then he waits and he starts to transform into, this time he's not taking on the shape of a spider. He takes on the shape of a... Very, very large wolf. Okay. Or is like trying to contain herself from the fluffy. Okay. Toldark and Orkish, you stay behind me. I'm going to handle this. James, I'd love to stand behind you. The gayest thing was ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and he winks. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. Kendrop, yeah. Yeah, you guys will have initiative because the teacher is letting you go first. So Cool. 22. Yeah, that'll hit. Roll your damage. Are you joking? I rolled a d10 and it's two. Two? Sounds about right for a level two character. As your Eldritch Blast goes towards the wolf and hits, but it it almost hits with like the wet sound of a a wet firework that didn't quite ignite. Like a... Damn it. Okay, Darby? Darby is going to look at, what's her name? Uluwana. 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 Ula twat face. Guys. I am Uluwana of the people of Nefertiti. <laughs> okay, so Darby's going Luana. to, Darby's going to do a young hair flip, look at Uluwana, and then cast Firebolt. Your Firebolt does actually also hit the wolf, but you feel like, Luana planned where hers was going to hit better so that the spider was actually going to catch a light if it remained in that form. However, you did manage to singe off some of the fur of the wolf. Roll your damage. As long as Darby did it better. I mean, did you though? That's not your damage. As Darby's like, how does this spell work? And you hear Oriole shout, you got you to gotta aim to the left. And Luana's laughing. At the left. Nine. As even though people were giving you instruction and you did just send to the side, the wolf has a big scorch mark against its right side. Darby's feeling himself. As the wolf comes forward and is going to, with disadvantage, because he's trying not to hurt you guys, is going to try and attack James. That's what happens when you stand in front and you're kind of short. Does 13 hit your armor class? Matched. Matched. As he swipes towards you, he doesn't damage you, but he does knock you down. 
Dobby's gonna like run and catch him and be like, my love. I mean, wait, let me do that again. My love. As he falls to the floor, you place your hands under it and your hands get squashed because, you know, I mean, you were there so you could reach out to him, but you're also not super strong. So your arms go like, beep. So now your fingers are trapped underneath James's body. As James, it's your turn. I'm going to cast Witch Bolt. Thank you. That was actually a crit fail. As James, from his lying down position, which obviously he's never cast a spell from before, obviously lying down, things are a little topsy-turvy. Maybe it's the fact that your hands are under his body. Maybe he's just confused. Maybe you're touching his butt. Who knows? (laughs) As James starts to cast, and everyone can see that the glowing bolt he's forming in his hands is actually not forming away from his body. It looks like it's starting to envelope the two Envelope. 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 <laughs> 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 envelope. <laughs> envelope. Sealed with a kiss because a lick don't stick. What? Sealed with a lick because a kiss don't yes. stick. That's it. Right. Nice. So as it envelops you. Oh guys, this language, yo. It's working though. Sounds exactly like be awkward. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> as it starts to cover the two of you, at that, Malvin runs past and dive tackles you, Dobby, to get you out of the way. Luana holds out her hands and is starting to cast some kind of... You can see she's attempting to cast a shield as the the teacher is starting to transform back into his orc self. And please roll... Actually, please roll the witch bolt damage. As James is shouting, I don't know what's happening! I don't know what this is! And then Luana shouts, what were you trying to cast? I don't know. He's in fight. So I'm fighting. What spell? 1d12. Witch bolt. Witch bolt. W-I-T-C-H. W-I-T-C-H. I needed a space between the witch and the bolt. 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 It's not witch bolt. D12. That's the first time I get to roll it. Oh my gosh. It's two. <laughs> As you feel the lightning between your hands, James. You can feel that it's going out of your hands, the spell, but you can feel some of it is trickling back into your body and is starting to, your skin is starting to singe. Are we still in uh, initiative? Technically. Okay. Wana sort of tries to shield that. Uh, Malvin has just pinned you down, Darby. And Oreo fell backwards on a rock. Oreo fell backwards off the rock and Gashak changes as the spell goes off you take two damage as some of it seeps into your skin obviously her shield which didn't quite work helped a little bit as well Gashak stands up and he says you're alive and he looks at you James Ow. and then he looks at you Darby uh, under the full weight of Malvin and he goes you're alive Darby is going to shove Malvin off and run to see if James is okay. 18. As you do manage to shove him off and you sort of leopard crawl across to James, which is not far because, I mean, you were just dive tackled in the yeah. opposite direction. He seems okay-ish. Darby's like super worried. Are you okay? Are you... James, James, are you okay? Did you get hurt? Gashak says, James? calm down. We take you to nurse later. And you all know that the nurse is actually still Gashak. He just puts on a hat that they made. <laughs> <That says> nurse. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got a lot of hats. That, and you can see he actually takes great, great pride in the hats. And nurse is spelt N-U-R-S. Um, hmm. 
nurse. Sounds right. He has a different hat for each class. The only reason he's not wearing a hat is because he knew it was combat class. But he, he does love wearing hats. Okay, so Dobby's like... I'm okay. Not Sit gonna, on rock. Dobby's going to ignore what he said and he's going to attempt to do CPR. As you start to lean down, Gashak's going to grab you by the scruff of your tunic and he's going to go and shove you onto the rock and he says, that you do at home. And he says, okay. Dobby's going to giggle. You. And he points at you, Oral, and he's still lying on her back. Yeah. She's like a dead end. Like, (laughs) arms and legs up. He says, why you not help? I froze. And he goes, You'll not look frozen. I was supposed, and then she like she like sits up and she's like, "I'm supposed to do it alone." <laughs> and then he goes, "Yes, to help you, I make small creature." And he goes, "Okay, stand up." She like she like stands up, but it's like super awkward getting like her legs off the back like turtling, like kicking, yeah, like turtling, like not not gracefully at all. Like her hair is her dark blue curls are like flipped over all on one side and there's like a twig hanging out of it. She's like, okay, I'm ready. And he goes, if you say so. And then he starts to transform and you can see that as he's transforming, it's into a much smaller creature than the other ones faced. However, this one is able to fly, has almost a wombat looking kind of face with a very long mouth and nose with like a proboscis like, like you know an anteater. yeah like an anteater except the like a bird vibe okay. less less mammal more birdie okay with a beak on the end of it and it has two arms two legs and membranous wings that come out of its back as its body almost looks like it is all membrane and it has a tail and it's each part of its legs and its wings ends in a very sharp pincer. As you realize that this is actually a sturge, which you had been told many, many stories about in life and had never told anyone. So please roll wild magic for me. Yeah, that wild magic. Oh, God. Why that one, Carla? Why that one? Oh, God, it's 100. What happens at 100? It is 100, right? Naught, naught, and naught. Yes. I regain all expended sorcery points, which I don't think she's used any or has any at this point. You feel something happened, but you don't know what what did happen. What are you going to do? It's a sturge. Yeah. She's going to scream, first of all, and try and clamber behind the rock to try and get some, some cover. Like, basically, her urge is to... To bolt, but her legs aren't taking her anyway. So and it's like a you try to scramble back to hide yeah, behind the rock. Yeah. Um, and she she'll prepare like a ray of frost. So you're not going to try cast it. Well, like it's like a scramble back. Try to you know it's like if you're petrified or something, you're not exactly like saying the words properly or the hands or. Okay, we'll do it, but but roll a disadvantage for me, and also your wild magic. Four plus eight is twelve. Did twelve and the wild magic no. doesn't doesn't trigger. No, 
as you start sputtering the words to make Ray of Frost appear, and all you feel is that your hand is freezing, mm-hmm. um, but nothing comes out. Okay. As Gachak, as a sturge, flies towards you and lands on your chest. Oh, my holy mother of God. And takes its proboscis and attaches it to your collarbone. Please roll wild magic. Oh, God. As you can feel... <sighs> It is starting to suck some blood. I'm going to laugh while James is going to laugh because he doesn't know what else to do right now. Darby's going to be like, James, that's not funny. No, our magic is getting more and more ridiculous. You grow a long beard made of feathers that remains until you sneeze, at which point the feathers explode out from your face. (laughs) As as you start to feel the blood being sucked from your neck, the feathers sprout and almost try and cover the the neck area. You, you think maybe it's your magic trying to protect your neck. Yeah. You just don't know how. <laughs> I would laugh even louder. <laughs> and then that brings it to your turn. I think Oriel would panic as well. <laughs> this thing is attached to her neck. She would shock and grasp the thing to try and get off of her. Okay, cool. Do it. 10 plus 8, 18. That will work. Okay, so she, like, you just see electricity coming out of her hands and she just claws at this thing to try and get it off of her. Okay, roll your damage. Oh, wow. Two. As you take one damage, as you sit in shocking grasp through the sturge, and because it's attached itself to your neck and Mm -hmm. is siphoning your blood, the electricity... Jolts me even Jolts more. you oh as well. God. As you can feel the sucking continuing. And that brings it to its turn. Your teacher's turn. Uh, how do you think oh Oreo feels? Please take four points of damage. Oh my god, okay. As it is pulling blood out of your neck. As you take the damage, please roll wild magic. Ulwana and Malvin are also laughing. Ulwana quite loudly, and Malvin uh, is like, <laughs> "Well, James is laughing, and it's even funnier." Darby's like Darby feeling very overprotective, funny, yeah. so it's Holy even funnier. Shit. And Ulwana is going to whisper to Malvin, but not one of those stage whispers. And she's going to be like, "Look, her magic's acting all weird because she can't control it." Oriel, Oriel, she ain't got no control. And she's going to whisper. It's obviously a song she sang many, many times. Is there like a stone anywhere close to Darby? I mean, there would be. Can Darby just like throw Casually it at her? Casually throw a stone yeah. at her. Yes. But like hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll, roll your attack to throw a stone. Nine. Nine. As you throw the stone, and I mean, it does hit her. And But it's like when someone pea shoots something at you, it's like annoying. It's not yeah. actually sore. And she's just going to look at you and be like, obviously you would be upset by that. <laughs> And Oriel, what happened? So she rolled a 10, which means that she casts magic missile at a fifth level. Okay, roll the damage. So, oh my god, okay. So magic level. Jeez, that's hectic. Oh my god. At the level five. So you create three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. Obviously, they'd all hit the teacher because he's attacking her. Actually, roll luck for me. I hope it hits that little bit. It's more than three darts, though. So let me just finish reading. Okay. A a dart deals 1d4 plus 1 force damage to its target. The darts all strike simultaneously, and you can direct them to hit one creature or several. 
at high levels, when you when you cast this spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, the spell creates one more dart for each level above first. Yes, girl. So you've got eight darts. Oh, damn. Three. Do I math right? Isn't it seven? seven? No, it's eight. You are right. It's Boom. Eight. That was like a vague... I didn't math it. I just no, no, vague no, estimated sorry, guess. Right, it's seven. That's seven. Second, no. third, second, fourth, yeah. fifth. No, there's four. Is it four? So four yeah. plus three is seven, yes. Yes. Seven, yeah, because yeah, you don't count yeah. the one for one. Hmm. Okay, so D4s. Roll luck for me. If it's above 50, you're not going to hit anyone else in the class. 25. As four. Uh, okay. Now I'm going to roll. Uh, I'm going to roll damage in the meantime. Yeah. Okay, cool. As Four going to head towards Mulvin and Ulwana because you could, in the back of your mind, even though you're scared, like, out of your wits, you can hear, Oriel, Oriel, she, she ain't, ain't got, got no control. control, which is obviously something very annoying to you. Okay, mm-hmm. so I have a plus, force, plus one force damage. Okay, so one is for five damage and another two are for four. Cool. Each. Okay, so those are going to hit the teacher. Another one's for five damage and another two are for two damage. Those are going to hit Ulwana and Mulvin. Uh, Mulvin will take five. She'll take four because he was nearby. Okay. Uh, Last one for two damage. As she takes another two and she goes, ow, sir. And then all of a sudden she's going to shout, sir, as you feel the Sturge's body go limp. Darby is going to laugh at Ulwana. I, I, I didn't stop laughing this whole time. As you saw the magic miffles. Miffles. Magic miffles. Magic miffles. As you saw them heading and hitting Ulwana, they actually circumnavigated the two of you to hit <laughs> Ulwana and um, Malvin. Darby's going to be like, that's what you get, dummy. As the Sturge's body goes stiff and it transforms back into your teacher who looks shattered basically and is deathly pale and his full weight is on you oh he would crush her she would fall yeah and he feels cold sir professor you're squishing me get off one and Mulvin are going to come and try and pull him off you. Darby's going to also run and help. Well, my hands are burnt, yo, so I can't do anything. As Mulvin's going to try and slap him and say, Sir! Sir! And he's going to just keep slapping like him in the face, like, Sir! Sir! One is going to grab him and say, Stop it! We need to... He needs help! I mean... Help! And she's going to shout, like, as loud as she can, Help! And she goes... We don't know any healing spells. Oriel, what did you do? It, it was a sturge. I'm terrified so, 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 someone try, try a healing spell. Can Oriel try a healing I mean, spell? I mean, you guys are in school, so you can all try. Roll Arcana for me. Eight. Ten. Twelve. As all of you place your hands on the teacher's body and you all sort of shout variations on like feel better and health healthiness and you're all just shouting what you think is helpful of healing and you're like the power of magic compels you just all shouting variations as 
Dobby does seem to get a little flicker, but but nothing nothing comes. Doesn't anyone have a healing potion? Is it um? Can't, can't, like can't we get one in the, in the in the in the spell room? You can, but you'd have to run back the five kilometers. Who can run the fastest? You and Malvin, probably. So okay. he says, uh, w- "Let's go, run. Uh, keep him, keep him al- alive, alive for now." And then I ran. Or as like he starts sprinting off, you starts doing like compressions, but she doesn't know how to do CPR. So like she's just doing what. Like she thinks it's supposed to happen. Oana reaches across and shoves your hands away, and she says, "You've done enough." And she and she's just Girl looking at starts him, starts crying, and oh. she's just like, "Sir, sir, uh, James." There are like two crying ghouls. I don't even do ghouls. <laughs> Wait, does Oriel still have a beard? She does still have a feather okay, beard. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go comfort Oriel. I'm gonna say, look. We can't do anything to help him, right? Sorry. But you look good <laughs> like Oreo this. Oreo crying with a feather beard is ridiculous. So the three who are left, please roll for me survival. 16. 13. As you go to comfort her, James, Oreo, you're crying so you don't notice it. Oana all of a sudden goes silent. And then she turns to you and she shouts, what have you done? And she, obviously being closer, saw that whereas before he was limp, but you could see there was still some vitality, it has full-on left. Oh, my God. Uh, Please roll initiative, the three of you. He is dead. A natural 20. Okay, you will go first. Then Luana and then Oriel. James, what are you going to do? I'm going to cast Charm Person. Okay. On Alwana to try and get it to calm down. Okay. 13. 19. So you're like, just calm down. And she's like, don't tell me to calm down. Also, you, she knows that you're trying to try her. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Also because I'm not usually nice to girls, so. <laughs> As she, she's going to pick up a nearby route and she's going to shout as loud as she can. Shillelagh! <laughs> as the root transforms into a club. In South Africa, almost like a knobkiri. Which oh, I'm also saying like really cuck. Knobkiri. A knobkiri. Knobkiri. I don't think it's a knobkiri. Anyway, it's spelled like knobkiri. But I think there's a better way to say it. I'm just not speaking the English well. So it's basically like a a long staff with a big ball top. Almost like a golf club, kind of, but like with a very rounded top. So like D&D golf. D&D golf. (laughs) Yeah. As she is going to try and actually smack you, Oro. Oro is like in utter tears and hyperventilating. As she swings and you know she never uses like melee weapons so as she swings she, it just spins her around because she misses because um. she had a critical fail uh. she goes you have murdered our teacher and my one and only chance of getting out of this with more magic than i came in and that brings your turn oriel 
It sounds ridiculous, but I think Aura would be so upset. She'd be like sniffling at everything. And I think one of those sniffles would get caught in her throat and she would sneeze and her feathers would explode outwards. As the feathers spread out into the air, one is going to say, do you think this is funny? As she's trying to write herself. I don't think this is funny. I don't know what to do. She's going to try and heal him again with like by doing chest con what she thinks uh, like thinks to just keep the heart going. Um, like maybe she's going to try and like shocking gasp him to get his heart pumping. Okay, uh, please roll, roll the uh, roll your uh, percentile for me. Fifty. Fifty. Exactly. Yeah. As you place your hands over the teacher, you feel your god mark is burning a little bit. As you feel some warmth coming out of your hands. It's definitely not shocking grasp, but you feel there's some kind of magic coming through your hands that you've never felt before and no one's taught you. You don't know what it is. Okay. But something is coming out and Gashak is glowing from his center where you're holding and the glow is starting to spread. Oh my God, what's happening? Is it working? James? Is what working? You can see a faint glow spreading across... Gashak. Gashak, yeah. Uh, is he supposed to be all glowy? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. I don't think I cast... I was trying to shock and grasp his, his heart Why awake. would you try and shock and grasp someone that to you just killed? To keep his heart beating. James, what are you doing? It is still initiative. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to watch because I don't know what is happening here. She's going to... So she's right at herself. She's going to look and she goes... What are you doing? And she's going to... Um, Oriel's hands are still on... Roll an arcana check. Like where she, she would be doing CPR. She goes, I, I've never seen the spell before. Get off him. And she just tries she to... She push her away. Tries to push okay. you. As she tries to push you, your, your body sort of moves with it, but your hands, you feel like actually your hands are locked into place. And she says to James, help me pull her off him. She's not supposed to do that. And she's desperately pulling you, but you, your hands are locked into place. So your body is a little bit mobile, but... Guys, ow, it feels like I'm stuck. As Gashak's whole body is emanating the slight, it's starting to shrink towards Whoa, your hand. Happening? So his feet are coming in and his head is coming towards your hand. Ulwana is going to freak out. James, are you going to do anything? Oriel, you can't do anything. Yeah, Oriel's also in shock. She's like... Yeah, I'm in shock. But when you use detect magic, can you detect what kind of magic it is? You can. Okay, because I can apparently... I've got Eldritch Sight, so so I can detect magic at will. So you can see, like, what kind of magic it is? You actually realize it's it's not a magic you've seen before. And it's, it's not of any of the schools of magic mm-hmm. that you've been taught. And you know, James, because you actually kind of only came to the school because Darby was here. So you actually know quite a bit about yeah. magic. You've just been keeping it low key because, you know, you don't need to be the teacher's pet like Ulwana. But this is not actually any magic that you have ever heard of or, or learned about. Is it? bad magic or is it good magic? What is the intention? Well, the thing is, you can see that there's there's no such thing as bad magic or good magic. No, like, but I mean, what is the intent or the feel of the magic? It feels like it's not... I mean, he's dead. What else? Yeah. 
It's not necromancy. So you know it's not necromancy. Yeah, because before you were studying magic out of books. Mm. So that's why your magic's still a bit shaky. So you know it's not necromancy, which you can almost sense the the magic coming from marks on your shoulder, right? Coming Mm. almost from, you can see her god mark is quite, you can almost see the outline of her god mark shining in in an aura and a line from her god mark through her arms into into that spell is what you can see. Okay, I am going to pull Awana away. Okay, roll strength for me. Eight. With five, you do manage to pull her. Even She's holding her shillelagh and you pull her away. Her D&D golf club. Yeah, I'm going to pull her away and I'm going to say, wait, wait, look, look, it's the gods. She's also going to roll detect magic and she's going to see the same thing. And she's going to say, oh, don't tell me Aurel no control is going to save him. And then she shouts from James's arms, you better save him. And as he starts to shrink and the green of his skin becomes a richer, more forest-like green as he transforms into ball of soil. And in it, a small green shoot that has about eight large leaves coming out of it but they're on very thin stalks but not like thin in that they'll snap under the weight it's just that's how it is and as you were transforming it Oriel you started to feel that before when your hands were over it there was no life under your hands but as it started to transform you started to feel life emanating um, from the, the plant, but you feel the kind of life that you know nature is alive, like plants. Oils looks at this plant and she she kind of sees like quite lush leaves that almost like kind of like a delicious monster vibe. Is that a plant? A, yes. Cool. The, the one in my mom. And you don't feel better. Like you do feel responsible. A naught point naught 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 one percent better. And then Uwan is going to say, what have you done? And she's going to knock you out with the shillelagh. Oh, okay. As you get knocked out, you realize you're in the dream sequence again. You start seeing flashes of what happened afterwards. You see the school of Biok. You see Biok standing in front of you and saying, what have you done? And comments of this magic's never been seen before. You murdered the teacher because he he turned into a sturge because he thought your magic couldn't handle anything more. How did this happen? You can see your your father is there who is an elf and he is looking extremely disapproving. You can see it, but no one else can because he's got a very... Um, <laughs> elf poker face. Elf poker face. But you can see he is deeply upset with what's happened and he's trying to say to the principal is there any way we can keep this quiet let's send some money to his family i'll donate money to the school and then you see another flash of you sitting in your in your parents house and you can feel it's one of those flashes you know when you feel everything that's happened Mm -hmm. before so you know you've been kicked out you know um that basically this is your parents saying uh, we don't know what to do with you. Basically, like throughout all these sequences, you just see Aura with like a head down, like holding the plant that that was her teacher. 
And then your father says, well, I don't know why you're keeping that ridiculous plant. There's no way it, it is still Gashak. That's, it's insane. And he says, I don't know what to do with you. And he's actually at a loss for words, which for your father is odd. Yes. And your mother says, maybe someone else could know what to do. I know Xantelarian oh, is, is, is traveling. Uh, perhaps, perhaps you should go traveling. Because you feel that this memory is, you've been at your house for about four months. And your dad's anger has not simmered down. And they actually sent you back home because if you live too close to the orc village where Gashak was from, basically that orc village has sworn to murder you on, on sight. The reason they didn't chase you is because they were like, eh, it's a little bit of an accident, but you still killed someone. So if you go near that village, they will murder you. So your mother says, I know. Um, let's, let's send her to... Zantalarian. Zantalarian will take care of her and, and maybe maybe you can find a, a, a solution. Uh, please roll inside for me. Nine. Your mother is very wise and you know maybe there is a solution somewhere that can turn your teacher back. So if, as long as you keep him alive in this plant form, you know, maybe. I mean, your mother knows things and your dad didn't say like, no, that's preposterous. So, I mean, maybe this is is a solution and you're gonna flip forward to when Xantelarian meets you and then you're gonna have another vision of a year before where we are in time now as you and Xantelarian and Darby so what you've been doing is basically been going around to taverns and sort of gambling and hanging around you've lost purpose uh, Darby has definitely lost purpose as you know James is, has has died um Zandalarian doesn't know this and you remember feeling on that day that you need to get you guys out of this rut and you need to do something that gives you purpose and if on the way you can maybe find someone who knows more about your magic and can help you that would be a good thing as Oriel sits the three of uh, two of you down, she's the third. She doesn't sit the three, and she pulls, huddles you close. Um, Zant, what are you are you ordering more more ale? You know they they serve rain stuff. Yeah. This they, they so really yummy. they serve rain stuff. Okay, okay, focus. Okay, I cannot go on living like this anymore. Me too. So <laughs> give me the rest of your gold. And how is that going to solve the situation? Never mind. I think we are stuck in a rut. I have found no one that can help my teacher in our travels. And the professor is green and leafy. And yes, he's grown. But like, I'm sure he doesn't want to be a plant for the rest of his life. I don't want to okay. be a plant too. Rain gave me a great idea that we could maybe... um. Do some other things for money instead of stealing it. Like drink more. Do you know? They don't pay for that. I really enjoy doing other oh. things for money. <laughs> Oriel like slits her eyes and she's like... Mm. Darby kind of like winks and is like... Uh-huh. Why does your friend keep winking at me like that? What is wrong with him? Darby's been through a lot, okay? Shut up. I think we should. She often we, says this to you and you think to yourselves, Antelarian, like, what could Darby have been through? I'm also thinking, why must I go through this? Now I must carry this chick around with me because her okay, magic I get just it. exposed I get it. It's hard. You're with a, you're with, 
I'm not exactly, what's the word, very controlled right now. But there hasn't been an incident in like two months, okay? And I really think that we could start maybe earning an honest living. Mm-hmm. Like going on adventures and stuff. And she like gives her best like, yeah. Adventures. <laughs> that sounds exciting. Actually, how many women do you think we'll encounter on these adventures? Because like I'm in. Me. And then he realized what he said and was like, me, 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 me. She's like, <laughs> and as, so as Darby is often drunk. So yeah. many women on the event. So many. I bet you're going to find such a nice. And she's like, look at Darby. He's like, lady. And Darby's looking at Oracle, <laughs> like hardcore. Like for, for smooching and stuff. Like, but we could like ride horses and we could be heroes and we could be amazing. And I really think it's a good idea. Okay. I think I, I would make a great hero. I mean, look at me. Yes, I'm looking. Right, uh, Oreo like gets, gets like really excited and she starts bouncing. She's like, so we should go to Reigns. And because I know she said she had a job for us the last time I saw her. And I've been thinking about it a lot. So I really think we should go. Wait, jobs pay in gold, right? Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Out the door <laughs> right now. Pick up your drunk friend. Let's go. As the, Darby, we're going. As the three of you, Darby, very drunkenly, but one of those drunk and happy states Oriel with with a new purpose and refreshed vigor and a smile and Xantelarian with intense excitement for all the golden woman he's going to get yes as you head down the road believing in the fact that you will be heroes lauded from town to town for doing amazing things such as you know finding rats in cellars and you know saving (laughs) sheep you know Things heroes do. Rescuing damsels in distress. Oh, yes. Finding out where Rain's, uh, uh, you know, why the town isn't buying as much booze, which is your Mm. first adventure. As you all leave with hope and positivity about where the future could be, Darby drunkenly, you you think, you know, this is something James would have wanted and Mm -hmm. would have wanted to do. Oriel, you think... Yes, maybe you can find out those things, but maybe you can make up for what you've done in your past. And we can as, it's, better. as it starts to fade, you feel that sensation of all the hope you had and you realize everything that's happened since then. And for a brief moment, you wonder, have I done the right thing? I mean, she just recently killed the mistress. I don't feel like she definitely doesn't feel like as that's the case. Outside of that, Anil and the rest of them had headed over towards Xantelarian to see if he could speak more sense. As our three adventurers who had such high hopes at the beginning of season one and the beginning of their heroic lives are tied up against trees, possibly for some form of treason, deception, hectic interrogation, because one of them was lying through their teeth about what had happened, even though they had done very heroic things and saved the world. If people don't believe you did that, they're going to have some questions. And that's going to bring us to the end 
of season three. A big, big, big thank you to my players who always make everything an adventure, even past, past previous adventures. character character exposition adventures is always a fun time. Thank you so much for you, the listeners, for listening. Please remember if you enjoyed this to share with your friends, foes, families, and familiars, and to like and review us and share us on, on your favorite podcast apps and not so favorite podcast apps. And big thank you to Tristan and Wednesday, whose sound editing makes us sound way better than we do in real life. And to Veed, whose music is throughout this podcast and makes our intro sound really cool and epic. Remember, if you'd like, you can find us on all the socials at dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E, or you can mail us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. We also have a website, which is dumdumdierpg.com. And... Stay tuned for season four. We're expecting there's still a lot of unsolved things to come. We're also going to be, for those of you who like to see some visuals, we're going to also start live streaming it. Don't worry, the podcast will still happen. So if you prefer just the audio, non-visuals, non-visuals if, you, if you don't want to see people's faces, I mean... That's God, cool. to see Darby's face? But we are nice to look that at and say in mug. We will be live streaming. We're going to be putting it on Twitch and then sharing it, archiving it on YouTube. However, the podcast will still continue as is, so you can just listen if that is your vibe and you're listening on your way to work or while you're doing cleaning. I, I know some of you do that. Just a big thank you to everyone who has listened to us so far, and we hope to see you in the next season and in everything going forward remember if you did enjoy it you can buy us a coffee and help us get to uh london's comic-con hopefully next year okay random name pick thank you people for liking yes. and sharing us always blake lexi adib we love you so thank you so so much for listening and as always i hope you have the most amazing week filled with adventure